Welcome to A Canadian Investing in the U.S., a podcast and YouTube channel focused on Canadians buying real estate with host Glenn Sutherland. Welcome to another episode of A Canadian Investing in the U.S. This week, my guest is Colton Lukey. Colton, tell me a little bit about yourself. Hey, Glenn. Yeah. So first of all, thanks for having me on your podcast. Oh, no problem. Um, yeah. So um, I started investing uh, in real estate in 2016. Um, I'm originally from the Niagara region. So near Niagara Falls uh, and near Buffalo for your American viewers. Yep. Um, yeah. So purchased my first property in 2016, um, fresh out of college, and then was able to kind of um, value add to it, pull my money out, and then recycle that money into the next property and kind of just continue that process until now I'm still doing it. That's that's exactly what I preach. Is just uh, find a way to recycle it. The people who put money in and they don't have a way to get it out, they they get stuck. <laughs> they get stuck, especially cool. in times like we are now. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So you, you said you put did some value add. What, what were some of the things you were doing? Yeah. So my first property was uh, quite a doozy. Uh, didn't know much about real estate. Didn't know much about you know what to really look for as long as it was standing and you know, didn't have a, a roof that was leaking. That's pretty much what I thought was a good deal. So um, <laughs> ended up purchasing this property. Um, and as we gutted the basement, it was an old, uh, well, it's a 1970s bungalow, um, but it was all original wood paneling. So um, once we removed that old wood paneling, we noticed that, that this property had quite a few foundation cracks. Um, and at one point, water was definitely coming through there. Uh, so that was a um, good introduction to the game of real estate was uh, that and obviously being young, not having a whole lot of money um, definitely scared me quite a bit. Um, but uh, I essentially took that that learning experience um, and um, kind of just took it with a grain of salt and said, okay, well, I own this property now. I, I nothing I can do. I got to do it. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> so what, yeah, what kind of cracks did you get? Yeah, so there are foundation cracks, essentially right from um, where the window it goes in the basements, right down the bottom of the footer. Um, luckily, there weren't um, uh, horizontal cracks, or, so uh, that's a little bit more dangerous from what I understand. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so there were quite a bit of them, um, and uh, yeah, I decided I got some quotes and uh, found out that for about 500 bucks a crack, you can get them fixed and fixed properly yep. and essentially a guaranteed um, warranty that they'll never leak again. It's, it's not coming straight off the windows, right? It's on an angle. Is that right? Yeah. So they're all on an angle, um, kind of going all the way down on angle, right down to the footer. Yep. Um, one particular crack that was directly center of the foundation, kind of the middle of the house, that was a straight up and down crack. Um, and that one was a doozy. That one, yeah, that was where most of the water was coming in. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, these are things that you try to look for when you're looking at a property. Um, but, you know, when you're a beginner, you only know so much. You only know what to look for so much. And, um, but yeah, these cracks essentially were vertical, but slightly like on a 45. Yeah. Um, which are the cracks you want to have if you have foundation cracks. Yeah. Um, from what I understand, after, you know, working with a few of these projects, um, if you got horizontal cracks, that means that there are pressure, um, going against the foundation and that's going to require work from the outside and the inside. So you're digging up quite a bit of landfill 
and uh, it's going to cost tens of thousands of dollars. Where if your cracks are vertical, yeah, um, or slightly on a forty-five, majority of the time you can actually get them filled from the inside, fixed properly, uh, and you never have to worry about them again. So you said it was five hundred bucks for the ones that were the corner cracks off the windows. Was it the same price for the the vertical cracks, right from top to bottom? Same price, yeah, because of what they could fix it from the inside. Okay, and you didn't, you've never had to deal with the horizontal ones, right? I have not. No, I. One of my bread and butters is sticking with poured concrete foundations. Yeah. Um, which, if you get horizontal cracks in those, then you uh, that's a very big serious issue but those uh, horizontal cracks usually are more popular in the brick pre-1960 foundations yeah i'll tell a quick story i bought a property a semi uh i don't know it's probably five years ago in southeast cambridge and that whole area they used a brick or those uh, concrete block foundations in them lucky me i had a finished basement that i couldn't see what was behind it but as you know as soon as the spring came or fall came, anytime there's a lot of water, uh, that basement would just get soaked. And I ended up ripping the wall off to figure out what was going on. And I discovered it was a all the concrete block. Um, and what I ended up having to do, whoever bought that property from me, uh, they were lucky enough to buy a property that has been wrapped. I had to dig up the whole place. That's why they dig this like tunnel around it. It's like not that wide, like two feet. And yeah. they go around the whole property. And, well, it's a semi, so halfway around, well, most of the way around. And, uh, yeah, then they, they put the, they redo all the, uh, I am not a professional at this sort of stuff at all, um, but they, the new weeping tile, that's the word I was looking for. They redo yeah. all the weeping tile, and then they put a, a nice black thing on the, well, a whole bunch of glue stuff, and then black stuff. These are the technical terms. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, uh, after that, you're in for I think it was like six or eight thousand dollars, and uh, you've got a nice dry basement, ideally. <laughs> yeah, so that's usually when you have those foundation cracks and block. You usually most of the time have to go from the outside. Yep. Um, and that's where you know obviously it gets a lot more expensive. Um, so to get your viewers kind of an idea of what they did for mine, so what yep. they did is if you have a crack, a vertical crack, what they actually do is they kind of chip it out. A little bit just to make it a little bit easier for this epoxy to then get injected inside so what they do is they put like these kind of cups uh, about every 12 to 24 centimeters down and then they put a uh, sort of glue epoxy over it and then they take this epoxy gun and they shoot this stuff in there and what it does it does two things it's strong enough to bind concrete together so in case there is ever any future shifting it should essentially make it stick yeah. um, but also it creates a water seal and then what they do after that is they then um, they have like this reddish brown membrane yep. um, that goes over the crack. And then if water is ever to leak through where the epoxy was, it will get caught in this membrane. And then at the bottom of the membrane, they actually dig out like what you said, a one or two foot trench. Yep. And they tie that into the footer um, so the water would drain into there. So uh, this is a lot cheaper. But again, this is with a poured concrete foundation where you have a few cracks, knots, block, where if you have one, you mostly have two, three, four, five, or six, because block tends to shift a lot more over time. Yes. So a lot of people have like the exact opposite rule, where they like, if I see a foundation crack, then I don't want to buy that property. So 
we just say this is give you some opportunities. Oh, absolutely. I love those people. <laughs> uh, so I would say probably the experienced buyer that uh, saw my first property probably noticed these these foundation cracks. Yeah. Um, but my second property was essentially the same thing. And like you mentioned, I do have a YouTube channel. And I think that's kind of where you you kind of found myself because you liked one of the videos I recently did. Mm -hmm. uh, and in that video, I go into detail more about my second property because, um, you know, I, I advise you, if you want to learn more about foundation cracks and kind of what I was dealing with, please feel free to uh, check out my YouTube channel. But um, this one has... What, some... what, but we'll cut you off. What's the YouTube channel name? Like, let's let's get you that. Let's get people there if they're interested in this. Sure, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, it's simply my first and last name, Colton Lukey. Yeah. Um, and then if you want to follow me on Instagram, uh, it's Investor Travel Couple because one thing my fiance and I love to do is travel the world. However, awesome. COVID not... Uh, no. Letting us do that right now, but no. we will get back to it one day. <laughs> so, yeah, back to what you were saying before I cut you off. <laughs> back to it, yeah. So uh, this uh, property um, was it was listed in like a, around two hundred sixty thousand. That we ended up paying two hundred sixty one thousand in an area where properties were going for three twenty, three twenty five, and up. Like you to get a property for two sixty was unheard of. So as soon as I got in there, I go wow. As soon as you walk into the garage, the entire floor of the garage is cracked up. It's, oh. it's opened up. Uh, you can see three or four pretty serious foundation cracks where you can stick your finger actually inside the crack. Uh, so quite big cracks, if you can imagine, but it was in the garage. So for what I've learned in my previous one, hmm. um, A, they were vertical cracks and they were in the garage. So I didn't have to worry so much about any water damage. I just had to worry about actually securing the foundation to make sure that it doesn't shift anymore. Okay. So got the property, you know, 261,000, I believe we paid for it. I got it locked up and then it was kind of the same process. You know, we got someone in there that knew about foundation cracks. They go, yeah, these are some big doozies, but um, definitely fixable. And then I actually got a structural engineer, which I never did before. And the reason why I got that was because you could tell that at one point, the garage kind of shifted. It went down, it sunk. You can kind of see it from the brick on top of the uh, garage. So I hired a structural engineer, which was well worth the $1,000 I paid, um, because what he did was he actually drew up plans for what I had to do to fix it, which if I was going in it alone and didn't hire him, I would have did everything completely wrong. And we probably would have had a lot worse issues in the future. Cause the pro the goal of my properties is, is to hold them long-term. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, so what we had to do is we had to hire a company to bust out the, uh, concrete in the garage first, yeah. which in the seventies, it seemed like they loved concrete cause it was about three feet thick. Which Ooh, that's good. Oh, that's a, that should be okay then. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah, that was a lot of concrete. So, um, and then we actually had an excavator come in and dig out the entire basement or the entire garage right down to the footer. So we're talking like six or eight feet down. Once we saw that, we saw the true, you know, issues with the foundations. We saw that they went right from the top. They were vertical or on a 45 going straight down to the footer. Perfect. We know that this is fixable. So with the plans from the engineer, um, we got, um, a company in there to go in and actually inject the cracks but we also had to tie the cracks together sort of say so we actually had to get a bar to go across and to go down uh, and what that would do what that would stop it from ever shifting again 
Okay. One thing I highly recommend is that if you have foundation cracks, drive around the area and see if other neighbors have the same issues in their foundation. And what we found out when I did that was the entire neighborhood had foundation cracks. So it was something in the soil. So that's why we wanted to make sure that we secured this foundation as much as we could. Yeah. And that's essentially what the engineer said. Yeah, look at it. You have go down your neighborhood, every single person has foundation issues, right? So it was well worth a thousand dollars we paid. Okay. Yeah. So I think he quoted us a little bit higher at the beginning, but uh, we kind of, you know, got on his good side and he was a young guy and I'm yeah. a young guy and he kind of gave us a little bit of a break, but I would say anywhere from a thousand to 1500 bucks for like a uh, 1970s bungalow. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then, so to that's a thousand bucks for the structural engineer. And then how much did this other company call cost you to excavate and put the bars and stuff up? Yeah, so to excavate it, put the bars up, and to rip out the concrete was about five grand. Okay. So we're in it for six, but then um, we also had to pay a different company to actually inject the cracks. So it wasn't the same company that would do that. Um, It was more of a masonry company that would actually secure the beams. Um, And we actually did uh, two of the beams, I think two of the beams ourselves. Once we found out how to do it, we said, well, we can do this. (laughs) Save some money that way, right? Yeah. Um, But in total, um, to get it back filled in with actual good landfill, because before the old stuff was crap, um, it was filled with large rocks, bricks, which you shouldn't have in there. So we actually got clean fill. And um, we then got the new garage paved, and it was ninety eight hundred dollars, so ten grand. Okay, so ten grand. So if you had these issues, when did you call in the structural engineer and the other thing? Did you do that before you closed, like during the due diligence? Or well, because we knew that this property was so under market already, like undervalued Sometimes, already. Yeah, that's you know, we were going into it budgeting about. 20 to 25 grand. I believe it, the total reno ended up costing us about 30 to 35,000. So we were about 10,000 over budget. Um, but this particular property, because it was a good deal, there was actually quite a bit of interest. Um, even though some of the foundation cracks were there, um, we still had to close very quick and, you know, no conditions. So we went in fast, no financing, no inspection, just kind of go for it. Yeah. And that's what will close some of those things too, especially in these hot markets. Okay. That's awesome. Anything else I need to know about cracks? Cracks. Don't be scared <laughs> of them. You know, it's 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 something that usually every single foundation will have. Um, if you see one or two and they're vertical, in my area, it's about five hundred bucks to fix. Okay. Uh, if you start getting them where they're horizontal, that's a little bit more cause for concern. Be careful. Make sure you get a good home inspector that's experienced with foundations. Um, cause that, you know, could save you hundreds or tens of thousands of dollars. I had a property under contract in Alabama and their, the whole foundation was crumbling. And in order to fix that, they wanted, I think it was $60,000 to wow. pour another foundation inside of the other foundation. And they had to lift the whole house up in order to do it. <laughs> You're a little bit more ambitious than me. <laughs> oh, I walked, I didn't do that one. That one was too okay. much. That was too much. I was like, oh no. Oh no. Yeah. Concrete's um, not cheap anymore. No. It was back in the day, from what I understand. That's why my garage pad at that time, this house was three feet thick. Now they're, you know, eight inches. <laughs> yeah. So you got, this is like a great opportunity to uh, fix a problem, create some value. Um, when you're doing your other pro- your projects, are there other 
value adds that you try to add into the property? So majority of my value adds, I try to do, you know, strategic renovations. So, you know, I, I always tend to uh, paint cabinets. I'll put a new countertop in there. I will always try to go in and tile um, tub surrounds or shower surrounds. A big value add for me is adding bedrooms. Yes. So uh, a property I purchased in Welland, Ontario last May, I got it for $260,000 and it was a three bedroom up, one bedroom down that was owner occupied. So we got in there, uh, we inherited the upstairs tenants, which are fantastic. They're still there and they're doing great. Um, but the downstairs had a great layout, but or a great, you know, possible layout. It okay. could be very good. So what I did is I went in there and I go, all right, so we can rent a one bedroom for a thousand or we can put in our bedroom right here by just putting in a window. So, you know, a thousand bucks, give me 1500 and I can now get $1,400 a month for rent. So that is another huge value add is I would definitely go in. It's the easiest in basement apartments. And if you see a one bedroom and it's a 1960s, 70s, 80s bungalow, you can usually get away with two or three bedrooms down there. And that right there will increase value by tens of thousands of dollars. So this renovation, I have a, a, a vlog on my YouTube channel that your viewers can also check out. Yeah. We spent, I think, $9,000 on this entire reno. So we were in it for essentially $259,000. 3 months later, got it refied for three thirty-five. dollars Yeah. Right. Just by adding bedrooms and some paint. Yeah. And one thing I did catch is you painted the cabinets, which yeah. that's one thing I, I preach for rental properties is if you're going to replace the cabinets, do it before you sell it. Don't do it yeah. for tenants because you won't get any difference in rent, at least where I've been renting. And you're just it, it won't be perfect when you go to sell it. It might yeah. it might be really close, but it's it's still not brand new and you'll do better with brand new when you go to sell. Yeah. And unfortunately, you know, it. it Tenants, it's not their house. I mean, I have great tenants. They're all fantastic. Yeah. But, you know, it's not their house, and they're not going to take as good a care of it as I would. Oh, even my house where I live right now, I've only been here for three years as a brand-new build, and it's not pristine. Like, I have kids. Kids do stuff. Right. <laughs> There's paint on, or marker on the wall right here. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, no, that's, that's great. I love this stuff. Um if people want to get a hold of you, what's the best way to do so? Yeah, so definitely, I mean, always uh, feel free to comment on my YouTube videos. But uh, the easiest way is usually to um, either email me at coltonlukeybusiness at gmail.com. Or, again, uh, DM me on Instagram at Investor Travel Couple. Um, I'm on, always post on social media. Always check my Gmail. So if your viewers have any questions or, you know, any, any opportunities that they want me to look at, please feel free to contact me. That's awesome. That's that's a great invitation too, especially someone who's seen some of these cracks. You're like, what do you think of that one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Glenn. Thank you very much.